The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. Today FM. Now we're going to talk about the end of fossil fuel boilers. They're to be fully phased out by the end of 2024. Uh, but Green Party Senator Pauline O'Reilly, is that going to be for all houses or just new bills? That's just new bills, Matt. It, um, it's actually before 2024. And um, so in actual fact, 86% of new bills already don't use uh, oil or gas boilers. So that's it, it's already kind of in train at this point. Um, it's just really, I suppose, getting the last few stragglers. Um, but ultimately, the best thing that you can do is to use as little energy as possible. And so most of these houses would be very high rated anyway. And um, so it, it, it is really about having as much um, insulation as possible, the best windows that you, you know, that your house, um, is suited to and so on and so forth. When it comes to existing buildings, we're still a way off from that. Um, as you can imagine, people would need a lot of lead-in because you don't. we don't want everybody changing their boilers unnecessarily. Um, so there will be a consultation later this year on, um, on basically ch- changing over for older buildings and giving people a long, long period then and knowing what the dates are so that they can plan because presumably people are worried as well about, you know, if a boiler packs up and if it was to pack up over the next couple of, couple of years or so, would they be able to get a like for like replacement or would they be forced into going towards a heat pump? Yeah, and I think that's really what we need to make sure that people know what the dates are. So, I mean, I wouldn't imagine that it's going to be anything within the, you know, the next 10 years, like the, the phase it, it does have to come and that is part of the climate action plan. But, I mean, we're talking about it has to be done by 2050 with that. So that's that's a fair way off. Um, but even when you look at what people are doing when they're doing massive renovations now, they are moving to heat pumps um, as part of that work. But as you say, it you need to know, and that's why the consultation is there, you need to know what kind of timeline you're talking about for the phasing out for older buildings. Stephen McGovern is an energy consultant with the Cork Energy Consultancy. Thank you for joining us, Stephen. For people who might be thinking of converting to a heat pump from uh, their existing gas or oil boiler, is it necessarily doable unless you actually spend a small fortune on renovating the house? Yeah, good afternoon, Matt. Uh, yeah, no, it's absolutely doable. We've been retrofitting houses to heat pumps now for many years. And, uh, um, yeah, the, the the level of insulation that's required obviously will come down to the type of the house. Is it a stone building or a concrete frame? Or when when was it built? You know, how old is the building? Anything that was built in the last uh, 10 or 15 years obviously would tend to be, to be better and need less work. And in some cases, they're actually ready for swapping out with a heat pump. But what about older houses? Yeah, so older houses, obviously more challenging. It's all about figuring out what is the heat loss through a house. A heat pump system is a low temperature system. So it doesn't really allow for a lot of loss of, of heat loss. So be that through uh, walls and floors and ceilings and bad windows. Also, air tightness is very important. So uh, it, it doesn't allow for all them extra losses. So you have to kind of get them losses down to a low a level as possible. And when we're designing houses to figure out if they're ever going to be fit for heat pump, 
we actually design that and figure out what that heat loss is. And we have a metric that we use, the, that we, a target basically that we try to hit. And if we get that target, we can be very confident that a heat pump is going to deliver at this low temperature way of heating the house. Enough heat so that this house is going to be run. And more importantly, that it's not going to use a lot of electricity to, to, to achieve what was being achieved by a high temperature system like a boiler. Okay, and giving you all the hot water you need as well? Absolutely, yeah. So they, they will provide all the hot water you need. Uh, yeah, they, they bring the water temperature up in your hot water cylinder. You know, it, it's pretty much like a boiler, really. You get a cylinder and you get you get a, 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 a generator of heat. Uh, but obviously, there's a lot more tech involved in them. But it, it is completely capable of, of heating the water, you know, to a requirement uh, and, and, and providing the space heating as well, be it from underfloor heating or radiators, whichever might be the case. Okay, but by the sounds of this, that apart from the actual cost of the heat pump itself, and I'll ask you about that in a moment, but you could actually spend quite a lot of money on trying to retrofit your house to make it suitable for accommodating the heat pump. Yeah, absolutely. Again, it's, it's all, it all depends where you start from, you know, so if you're talking about uh, a, a lot of our houses that were built in the 1960s and 70s in Ireland, they can be just solid construction of concrete. Uh, so obviously you're going to have to insulate the walls and external insulation is often the best way, you know, replacing windows from the 70s, 80s, 90s. That is an expensive process, you know, so you're, you're not going to have much change out of 50 or 60,000 euros if just to get your fabric right. That's, so, so it is a big expense. Obviously, there's the grants uh, out there, the individual and the one-stop shop systems. But yeah, I know it's a pricey, it's a pricey business. And there's a lot of listeners texting into saying that they regret having heat pumps put in because their recent electricity bills have been absolutely shocking to them. Okay, well, yeah, so uh, a heat pump does require somebody uh, professional to design them and make sure that they don't go into a house where there is a lot of drafts or, or a lot of heat loss. With heat pumps, it's very important they're designed uh, by a professional, installed by somebody who knows what they're, do, what they're doing, and most importantly, that they're commissioned properly and that they're not left on factory settings. We, we see a lot of that out there, and they're actually producing hot water much too hot inside in the cylinder, and this will have a knock-on effect uh, on the bills. Um, it's also a case that I, I noticed from, from our own experience is that when you actually calculate for people what their energy expenditure is, they tend to often pay for their oil or pay for their gas in isolation. So they get a larger ESB bill at this time of year and they think they've never seen anything as high as this, but that they tend to forget that they don't have a gas bill or an oil bill anymore. And if you fill your oil tank in June and uh, you fill it again in May, chances are most of your oil actually got used in December and January. So, you know, if you were told that your oil bill for December and January was you know, seven or 800 euros, you'd also get a shock. So you need to look at the whole thing, you know, you know uh, over a whole year. OK, listener here says, ridding people of fossil fuel boilers is insanity at present. Moved into a newly built apartment, everything is electric, allegedly the best available electric rods and water heating system. Top rated energy appliances. And yet if I want to have a shower, I need to turn on the water about six hours beforehand for a 15 minute shower. Cost me about €12 Euro for that on my electricity. I was told to leave it on, did that, and then it adds about 18 to €20 Euro for the day. Rads cost about an hour, sorry, about a euro an hour to run. Uh, Pauline O'Reilly, there's, there's a lot of people saying at the moment that this isn't working. Another one here, we don't have enough electricity for data centres, heat pumps and electric cars. Heat pumps quadruple household energy costs. This has been pushed through without the infrastructure in place and this madness has to stop. Signed by a person who says they have a heat pump. Pauline. 
Well, look, as was outlined there, I mean, it does have to be put in properly. I mean, obviously, um, obviously, those people are not happy, but there are a lot of people who are very happy with it, and it has brought down their bills significantly. Um, and there's two functions here. Number one is we are in a climate emergency. We, we do need to phase out our fossil fuels. And, um, you know, this is, is part, it's not the, the full solution, but it is part of it. Um, and it absolutely is more difficult when it comes to older homes. And that's why the first thing to do is with the newer homes. Um, and so the NZ requirements that came in in 2018, they really look at uh, trying to bring down the amount of energy that new homes uh, create um, and then putting in the best possible system that's non-fossil fuel. But as we ramp up to renewable energy, um, all of that electricity will be from renewable sources. Currently, we we are in the top um, three countries in the world when it comes to onshore wind production. But um, we're now phasing that into offshore renewables and Ireland really has a huge capacity when it comes to offshore wind. Okay. Um, and so that's, that's the future. We need to plan for it. We need to make sure that people are, are getting um, the best systems in place. But there is going to be a consultation this year certainly in relation to the older homes. Um, I think that if anybody has difficulties in relation to ones where people have put them in and they're not being done correctly, then that's probably a, a different matter that obviously needs to be addressed. But I don't think it can be addressed by saying let's not move to the best possible system, a system that ultimately reduces the amount of energy that we use and that brings us away from using fossil fuels. Okay, there's lots of comments. This is getting an enormous amount of traction with listeners. Fiona says, I have a 50-year-old house. It would need a full renovation to get the hair tightness that man is talking about. I'm paying the mortgage by myself. There is no way I'm going to be able to afford to do that. And no end of grants is going to get me there, says Fiona. Uh, Then he says, I installed a heat pub to our new build. Our last Electric Ireland bill was €1,240 for two months. And it's an A2 rated house. Now, I suppose you could say, Stephen, that that person maybe doesn't have an oil or gas bill as well, but that's still a very, very hefty bill. And how much does it cost to put in a heat pump? So in a new build, uh, uh, so to, to fit in the heat pump itself, you're, you're generally talking between nine and 12,000. Obviously, every build is going to be different, but that's sort of what you'd be talking about for, for the heat pump on its own. Uh, to be fitted there. That does sound like a very large bill for a bill, for a building that was rated A2. Obviously, it is relevant to the size of the house, so it could be a very large house. Uh, it could have a lot of glazing, you know, so it, it is relevant. It's like €600 Euros a month. It's certainly excessive. I'd be, I'd be, you know, definitely having my uh, commissioning engineer back to make sure that that heat pump is set up properly. Okay. But, and then a renovation can cost how much? 10,000 to 50,000? How much could it cost depending on the size of a house? Yeah, so look at if you're, if you're, if you're dealing with uh, the, the, the upper end, you're, you're looking at, you know, 50, 60, 70,000 euros to get everything right so that the heat pump will work successfully inside that house with the grants. And I mean, we obviously need to move forward with, with finance for people that are, you know, are, are stretched and they're paying their mortgages and they just don't have this money in the savings account. We are going to need some clever finance plans coming down the road that will, 
you know, allow people to pay back on savings or some, some clever way of paying back that money because, yeah, people just won't have that. And Stephen, just one, other, one listener says, there weren't too many people happy with the heat pumps at Christmas. 50% of the time, uh, the frost wasn't working, never reaching temperature, on all day costing a fortune to run from another listener who put a heat pump in. Okay, well, yeah, I deal with them quite a lot and I don't hear that level of complaints. I have one in my own house, which is working quite successfully. So, uh, you know, if, if it's not reach, reaching the temperature again, it doesn't sound like it's set up properly. Of course, we're, we're, we're being flooded at the moment with heat pumps installed, you know, at a level that we, we've never seen before. Uh, there are good expertise out there, but, you know, there, there is a case that, uh, you know, the, the commissioning and that the after sales, you know, you need to come back and, and check that thing is set up properly. Listener says my bill was just 290 for two months with a heat pump and EV charging at night needs to be commissioned correctly and you need to be on the right energy tariff. And there are lots of people now who are texting in saying that they are happy. Another one though says the heat pump alone is nine to twelve thousand euro. We receive quotes for twenty-five to thirty thousand with all underfloor heating and plumbing involved. Wow. Okay, thank you very much, both of you, as Senator Pauline O'Reilly of the Green Party and Stephen McGovern from Cork Energy Consultancy. The last word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today.